0: It's the real world. It's It's the the real world. It's the real world. It's the real world.
1: Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Real World. We at season five, episode one. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that's just been <laughs> this looking like out, yo. It's power, man. It's power <laughs> circle right here. <laughs> yo, it's been a while. You know, we took a hiatus. We left in December. You know, we took about almost two months off. Yeah. But we back like cook crack. You already know what it is. Oof. That now, is good. That <laughs> what's up, Cabell? <laughs> yes. You in the building right now?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's BK Truth. What's going on, man?
1: What's up, man? We back, we back, we back, and we back with 2020, and we back with one new guest and one recurring guest from the last season. Introduce yeah. yourself, sir.
2: So, I'm Jeremiah. Everybody knows me as German the Prophet. Uh, the Prophet is in the <laughs> <laughs>
1: Prolific Prophet. Yeah, I'm a
2: serial entrepreneur. I do a lot of uh, uh, venture in a lot of different areas of business. I deal with business consulting, technology, credit repair, real estate. It fixes ozone. your life. Me, you know? <laughs> one stop shop. One
3: stop <laughs> shop. <laughs> and I'm Alexander. I'm a construction administrator for the city.
0: It's
3: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we build schools. <laughs>
1: yeah. So if, we need if, that. You
3: need, if you need, it, if you got a kid and you want to go to a good school, you can hit me up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, facts,
1: facts.
3: For all those watching
1: at home, you're probably wondering what is this on the table? It's uh. heavy. It's it's getting heavy. Shout to um Media Group. Shout to everybody that's been supporting. Shout to everybody that helped us since day one to help us to get this far. Shout to everyone that believed in the dream when we first began. Shout to everyone that ever donated, anyone that ever donated their time, their money, their energy, that ever shared the video, that ever came out to any event, that ever did anything for us, because this is for you. This is not only for me, but this is for you. And without you guys, we would have never got this. This is something special, but this is just the first of many. So shout out to all y'all that's this been helping. Is real. This is for all of us. Shout out to the real world. Shout to God. Look at God.
2: Amen. Yeah. It's real.
1: Yep. And we got a couple James more James. on the table. Um,
2: yeah, my man been more. putting that work, man. <laughs> more for us to show, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Enough about that, guys. So what y'all want to get into today?
2: Oh, man. Um,
1: well, you rocking the Prolific t-shirt, so what is Prolific to you?
2: Oh, man, so Prolific really became, like, very popular. I feel like the word became more popular once, you know, the late, great Nipsey Hussle passed away.
1: Oh, I to a legend, man. Yeah,
2: I rocked to a great. Um, so, <sighs> a lot Grammy of nominated. Gra- yeah. Grammy winner. winner, winner. Grammy yeah. winner. Yeah, they gave my boys proper respect, gave him his flowers. I hate um, the
1: fact that he went platinum and he got a Grammy after his death, Yeah, though. that's
2: usually, that's you know... Sad. Kind of like Biggie in a sense, you know, double platinum after his death and all. Yeah, they, yeah. they say he's he worth more dead than alive in most cases, so you Fact. know it's, it's one of those sad realities. Yeah. Shout out, Shout out, out. to funerals don't count. Bring flowers
0: now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, Somebody
2: shooting early. Yeah, man, but, 20, 20, man. but that's why <laughs> it's important to like you know support all you know b- minority entrepreneurs, you know people that have small businesses or growing businesses, that's why it's important to support people like you, you know, the real word, you gotta support, you know, my man doing this construction, my business, you know what I'm saying? you I mean, helping I, the people, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we have, we're alive right now, so give us all flowers while we're here, you know, that's how I see it, you know, and I do the same thing, you know, I'm always supporting, donating, you know, um, you get sharing. You back. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you're just um, supporting something that can actually sustain the community and, and provide some benefits to the people that we live with, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to... Yeah, <laughs> prolific is just like, the, the definition is having an abundance of opportunities, basically. Mm-hmm. And that right there, is, it, it really resonates with me because, you know, we have to be prolific. Prolific kind of coincides with being optimistic because life is going to throw us obstacles at many different times. and. Oh. We have to see the opportunities to be better in a prolific sense. We have to be able to see all the unlimited, limitless opportunities out there to, you know, get ourselves attached to something that is better than the current things that we're going through.
0: I think of that like positive thinking. That's yeah. Like, yeah. You know,
1: always being positive about your next move, you know, trying to make a make growth.
2: Exactly. Exactly. You know,
1: the wild part about it is like, you know, even with me and everything and the company after that whole situation with, with Nipsey, it kinda, it kind of, in a sense, it kinda scared me because the sad, the sad reality is most of the time when you're doing good in your neighborhood for your people, it's your own people that be hating on you, that, that wanna take you out. And the fact that a lot of the things that, that Nipsey is doing, I'm doing as well, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. With the real world and what our business, we're doing. Matter of fact, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's, it's a vibe, vibe. but there at the same time, of course, but making too much noise and a <laughs> lot of. All right, it's like when during the last toy drive, it was the black guy that I, that I walked past that got caught in the picture. Yeah. he was me mugging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he didn't believe it. He was looking like, "What are you guys doing in this neighborhood?" We didn't look recognizable, but we were doing something for all his people. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Brownsville, man.
0: That was that was that was lit. The toy drive. I'm gonna help you out, yeah. Brownsville. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And Brownsville has, like, such a beautiful history as well. A lot of people don't even know. You yeah. Know? You know, like, there's a bunch of greats from just Brooklyn, period. You know, you got see. entertainers such as Biggie, Fab. You got Jay-Z. political actors. Yeah, Jay-Z. You got political actors. rock. <laughs> Shirley Chisholm from Brooklyn. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So right. you got some greats out here, you know. Yeah. And you could be the sure.
1: next great, too. Yeah. Fiona me. from Starbucks and that owned the Seattle um, Supersonics. He's from, um, he's from Bayview, Canarsie, you wow. know, and he's a billionaire, yeah, a billionaire from Canarsie. It's, it's all possible. possible.
3: He'll make a lot of greats. Yeah. That's a fact.
1: That's so for, a fact. for that fact, like, but I just feel like with the whole situation, sometimes, like, when you're doing positive things, people either take advantage of you or they don't want to see you shine. They don't want to see you do these positive things, and they feel a way about it. I feel like... That's a, that too much times, I feel like it's unfortunate. And the fact that it happens within our community, I feel like it's a travesty, man. You can't
0: focus on it, though, man. can't give them that much energy. Because at the end of the day, your legacy is about the good that you do, you know? Yeah. Nipsey was remembered for all the good that he did, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It doesn't matter how he went about what he did before he went out, you know? Yeah. I know I made
2: and the thing about that is it's, like, one thing that I recognize, like, just to touch on what you said, is just that, like, I noticed that a lot of people would, you know, make disparaging remarks about what it is that you're doing or maybe just about you because they don't they don't see themselves being able to live up to what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. They feel like you're superior to them, so their best way of having any type of identity with you is to try to break you down. They and that's to kind of... To their level. Yeah, you, <laughs> know, you know what i right? Yeah try to diss you because that's really like the only way they could talk to you because if they were to talk to you to be a part of what it is you're doing more than likely they don't even have like the ambition or the skill set to be a part of what you're doing that's facts.
1: me and alex was talking about that the other day um we was talking about a situation that happened with me where it was this kid like he younger than me but like you know he, a lot of us are younger than him. <laughs> you got, you yeah. got a gun today. But like, <laughs> he was messing me in social media. And like, he, would, he would just throw my name out there even when I had nothing to do with the situation that he was going through. It was like out of frustration and I didn't, wouldn't understand it. Was it and the clout? Of course. It was the clout and then when i would talk to people about it i'm like yo like he's disrespecting me i feel like violating him and it was like nah don't do it bro you're gonna lose everything you have over this person that has nothing to lose exactly and it came to the point where i had to sit down with his father i'm like yo like <laughs> <laughs> like roots foundation. at the end of the day like i'm trying to change the world i'm trying to influence the world and i'm trying to show these kids that they could do the same thing exactly the fact that he doesn't understand that that's not my job to correct, that's your job to correct. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's some Jay-Z number for real. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go talk to your pops. I used to hustle with your pops.
0: How
2: you raising
3: your kid? <laughs> well, like a, that's real. they can't
2: talk about nothing. You know what I'm saying? If, if you're the only person that knows about something, and you introduce it to people as a topic, and they know nothing about it, you won't get any feedback. And I say that to say that because the reason why he was talking about you is because you were actually making an impact to the people that were aware of what it is that you're doing. He wasn't just saying particular words about what it is that you're doing and nobody knew, like, what is he talking about? Everybody what knows, said, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're doing something already, mm-hmm. and he's speaking on it in a, in a way that's negative, and he's trying to garner attention based off of what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're doing the work, and you're giving him, you're giving him life by you giving life. Mm -hmm. And you just got to respect that. I mean, at the end of the day. No such thing as bad. Yeah, no no such thing. He's giving you attention. No such thing. And then guess what? Like, all your supporters, they'll handle them. Look, look at what happened with gail Look, snoop jumped in the world jumped in twitter jumped in yeah snoop had to apologize he yeah just, i mean just, he gonna do that you know for you know he you know, came out of kind of aggressive politics yeah you know the politics <laughs> thing but do we are are we really forgiving to somebody that was disrespectful to a icon in our culture i mean yeah. uh...
1: that was heartbreaking man i can't even speak on that situation i have not post on it but I was in shock when I heard that Kobe
2: Bryant died. I was going to Black-
0: wear the jersey today, man. I was yeah. going to bring it out.
1: But. Next time. Yeah, he was dealing
0: with a uh, pharmaceutical company, man. Right?
1: Oh, yeah, that, that one, the Black Mamba name? Yeah.
3: Yeah. They, right. was using, they was using his name and then the product that he was, the product that they were delivering to the people. Like, he had some type kind of.
1: But it was they nice. had some kind of chemical he did research on it uh-huh. and that's why he didn't he mainly didn't want his name he dealt with that, right. that kind of product yeah it was basically some corner store viagra pills called oh. the black Mamba. Oh. you know they got the black rhino that's what gave me my daughter the black rhino
2: pills <laughs> 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 no, that, that might be the real estate <laughs> <laughs> Bro.
1: Here's a story bro. One time I went to a store, right? I was on Nostrand and Fulton and the Black Rhino side was And like... I went to get something to drink. So I went to get something to drink and I'm talking to the Arab cuz every time I go into the Arab stores I'm always messing with them like just talking around. I'm like, "Yo, Black Rhino." I'm like, does that work? He's like, yes, it's going to make you go like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, you lying. He's like, yes, take it, take it, take it. He's like, you're going to be strong. I was like, all right, cool. So I bought it. I'm like, all right. Hey, I-, I-, I bought is. it. I drunk. It. I drunk a beer, bro.
2: <laughs> it was a long night. <laughs> then a couple of months
1: later, I got that text, you know that Tony that text the other night you yeah, the other night you shot up the club and this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I already sent it to your mother and your sister. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: she wasn't playing, we getting married. Already know, she, right? she, she basically said we getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No,
1: we, we 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 was already married at that time. It was just that like, you know. It was just the next step, oh, yeah. you
2: know. It was like the,
1: Yeah. Layup line, you know? <laughs> he passed the three-point line. He passed the facts. 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 Uh, so, like, when that happened, I was just like, all right, man. I'm like, this pill works. The black he p- said it works. <laughs> you, you, you left you a review? A, you <laughs> better to get an endorsement deal after this one. Fact, you know? you we need the, it. You left <laughs> a review? <laughs> I'll take it. Sure. This works, guys. If someone really is giving right. it to me, I'll take it. <laughs> 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 yeah man so other than that um january of 2020 was rough man it had a lot of ups and downs we lost a couple people a lot of things fast, happened too. yeah yeah. it's fast it's already february 17th 2020 and you know some people saying that they reset in february because january, january was crazy right <laughs> <laughs> so
2: but i have to say like i did have some positive upside to the month of january it was actually crazy to me, I was actually sitting about it and I was like, uh, I was a little mind blown because uh, back to what we were talking about the day that Kobe died, right? Mm-hmm. I was at a, uh, I was at the grand opening of a company called Jumpin' Jack Tax mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Um, they're, they're the fastest. Okay, guy. I've seen that guy online, yeah. Yeah, so they're like the fastest growing tax company in America and I was there to support. Mm-hmm. And I was standing in line to go inside to like get a, you know, they were offering like uh, people to come in and see how the office was and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I happened to like, while I was waiting to be one of the next people to go inside, I go on Instagram, oh, oh that's me. The devil is a liar. <laughs> oh. That's me. Won't stop us from doing this show. We are
3: take
0: a commercial break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you guys all see what's behind the curtains. <laughs> go
2: the don't put a TV there. don't so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I was, like I was like, I was saying, I was at the grand opening for uh, Jumpin' Jacks Hacks um, in Philadelphia. Wait. Yeah, I was waiting to go in to see how the office was. And I go on Instagram, and I, like, I, I refresh my page, and then I see, like, all these recipes call me And I'm like, hold up. No way. I was like, it's got to be fake. It was on and, that day? Yeah, it was on that day. So, like, it was a day that we were celebrating black, black excellence mm-hmm. that. We saw a legend, an icon for our culture, like, you know, go down, and it was like, oh, I was, God. yeah, I was stuck between two worlds, because I was, like, so excited for this company, and then at the same time, it was like, damn, Kobe?
1: That's the same thing that happened when Nipsey died. I think they sent the notification through, um, through the iPhone, saying that rapper Nipsey also was just murdered, and I'm like, nah, this gotta be a lie, bro. not cry for Nipsey, bro. It hurt even till this day, bro. Like it's still even hard to listen to his music. And in his last song that he put out, he said, "Never will they catch me slipping." Yeah. And they caught him slipping. It's almost like I was like, "Damn, bro!" Like
0: at this point, nah, he he lives through the music. And yeah, I didn't know Nipsey that well because I didn't really listen to West Coast rap in that sense. So I heard it more after he passed away. Yeah, yeah. But Kobe I grew up with, man. I used to have the jersey in the backyard. Kobe made me feel soft for playing basketball a certain way. I was like, I got to play a little harder. I mean, Kobe's finger be
2: broken. Exactly. Like, and I'm, I'm, crying because of little cut. I'm like, no, nah, I got to keep playing. Like, the mamba mentality, man. That's real.
0: Like, that's the vibe you get. I feel that. And when I heard Nipsey, I felt that same type of vibe. You know, the vibe of, you know, I'm going to make a positive influence no matter what. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the vibe I got from Nipsey. And with Kobe, I felt like, dang I was like you at that moment I was just at the pool at the gym on 14th exit broken sports with my mom my daughter and I'm looking at my mom my mom was like oh look what's about to happen I'm about to tell him the bad news I'm looking at her like what are you talking about and my girl's like yeah Kobe's gone I'm like what are you talking about Kobe gone where like (laughs) (laughs) you can't die my my daughter's like what do you mean he's gone I'm like my mom was like, yeah, he died in a helicopter. I'm like, why are you taking a helicopter? Like, damn, Cody, Like, take the bus. Like, <laughs> he said, take, take the retired. bus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or drive. Yeah. I'm just, and then, night it was like, yeah, I think his daughter was with him. And I'm just listening yeah, to this. it got I'm, worse and worse. I'm there, like, I need privacy, right? is like time <laughs> <like, laughs> like, to more. There's another, real. exactly. Real. like There's another world, a part of me that's like. Falling apart, like, yo, we gotta keep this together. Like, <laughs> we you gotta cried? keep the mamba mentality together. Like, yeah, for real. I mean,
1: did, uh, did you cry?
0: I couldn't, man. I had the towel over my face. I called my friend who cried on the phone, so that was enough for me. I felt like I felt <laughs> it through him. Like, <laughs> I called him, I'm like, yo, Matt. He's like, Bro, we don't even gotta talk about it. Like, <laughs> He's like, I'm a grown man and there's tears on my face right now. <laughs>
2: like, a real, yeah. real
1: talk. But it hurts, bro. When it hurts, it hurts. Yeah. yeah. It they,
2: they both left us with something, you know, like to live by, though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like it. Nipsey Hustle, he, he was very consistent and adamant about. Was that what his real last name, Hustle? Because it just uh, feels no. like I oh, got <laughs> <was> His last <laughs> name. His, his, his name, uh, I. I I know what it is. I don't yeah, I know how to pronounce. I know how. I know how it's spelled.
3: Yeah. I, yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, yeah. Know, I like that it's hustle though, because in the same way of like the Black Mamba was like, it's, to me, it sounds like Mama. Like she's, he's like an aggressive parent to everyone in the league. Like it didn't matter if it was Kobe. I mean, if it was Durant, LeBron,
2: it didn't matter who was in front of him. He sunned them. Yeah. <laughs> but, and right. he, he was able to do that with his work ethic, and that's what I think that they left us, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like if everybody who truly watches understands what they were talking about and how they Kobe was very adamant about like playing through adversity you know go, taking whatever obstacle it is that you're going through mm-hmm. and, and and getting battling through, through yeah it. battle through it give it your best like this one of those yes the and then nipsey just like he was very adamant about get your money invest it Reinvested.
0: Mm-hmm. Hustle, he, man. That's <laughs> what, it was crazy to I me. Mean, it was
2: like Nipsey Hustle. I'm like, it just fits it, like yeah, <laughs> what, it just fits The mentality. It was like hustle like, and motivate. Yeah, hustle exactly. and motivate, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Their their names kinda embodied the way that they lived their life as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: It's like it's like my name, Rickstar. Like I didn't even give myself that name. I was with a girl. And then she was like, Yo, you a star boy. At the time, um like a daughter. <laughs> 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 At the time girl history. <laughs> At the time, Mavado had a song out called called Starboy. Mm. And and later on, um, the weekend put out the yeah, song Star Boy. Yeah. but it's like a Jamaican saying, it's like it's like some, some someone that's flashy, that get money, that stand out wherever they at. Like, as soon as they walk in the room, people know that they did. Exactly. So, yeah, she I was like... And I saw a
0: trophy for Rickstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was
1: like, Starboy. And she was like, Rickstar. Mm-hmm. It's because, you know, most people, it's hard for them to pronounce Ricard. I don't know why, but they were like... So, like, she started calling me Rick, and then she put the star, Rickstar. And I was like, alright, it's whatever. Like, at first, I didn't even really like it. And then, it just stuck. Yeah. It
2: became it an th- Instagram name. Yeah. Everything became a life. Like, the way the way German the Prophet came to me it was like, it didn't... Like I wasn't the one who came up with it. It was just like people were calling me that because what I would do is I would analyze situations mm-hmm. and I would project like how they could play out based off of all the dynamics that I that I knew. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, "Yo, oh, you're a prophet." And then they always compare Jeremiah being a prophet in the Bible. So it kind of like just was like a double entendre for me because it was like. Jeremiah the prophet it in the made bible sense after and then I was embodying my name by like sort of prophesizing these things that I would talk with about people you, know?
0: you're just like, giving you know? your opinions. yeah i was just calling it <laughs> how
2: I see it basically and like it things would come into fruition again. you know what I'm saying so I think our names like really could show like embody the way we live our life you know, so that's why companies need to be named or should be named after like what it is that they're doing yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, so, you yeah. identify. Yeah. People are yeah. easily identify the name with the service and product, the value of the company, yeah. and
1: everything. That's why I call it the real word ministry. It's like we, we ministering to people by giving them the real word exactly. by by being there and helping them out and telling them the truth of what Sometimes they want to hear. Sometimes a little censored, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but people, when they see ministry, they automatically think church. Like, no, like it don't gotta be church for me to minister to you. But ministry is basically helping your fellow man to get from point A to point B. Exactly. Like helping those that can't help themselves. Like the original job of a deacon back then was to help the widowers and the orphans, you know, collect from the people that have and give it to the have-nots in order so that they could live. Right, and that was yeah. their job to do. But for some reason, they got lost.
2: <laughs> Green, Green of it.
1: They just started pocketing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not giving back like they should. Why do you think things switched up, Alex? Because you would be having knowledge on this subject.
3: Repeat the question
1: again. As in, like, what happened for men to lose their weight from helping each other to just go out for selfish
2: greed?
3: Well, the way men lose their weight is mainly by deception. Because, like, if you put a beautiful woman in front of a man, 9 out of 10, the man is going to be deceived.
0: <laughs>
3: Fair enough. And that's that's why they gotta understand how to control yourself. Yeah. They meet a beautiful woman.
0: That is true. Women
1: will have you on some waves. Okay. Yeah. Ups and downs for no reason. <laughs> Even in the Bible it said that um that the watchers, the angels were sent down to earth to to minister man and to teach them the way of God, but then they got tempted when they seen the human females. And they laid it with the few females and create a whole different race. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. like, like these girls out here, is even seducing angels. Like, <laughs> <four>. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ain't stand no chance. <laughs> oh wow! <my. laughs> That's why I said that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know?
2: Yeah, true enough. Mm-hmm. That's why I like I love one of them all, though. <laughs> it's true. I've learned that, like people are people are blinded by the shiny things Mm -hmm. and it's so easy now to you know manipulate people into believing that you're a shiny individual that you have these shiny things and that Mm -hmm. you obtained it with ease exactly and people tend to try to like do things to help them get those shiny things and they think that they can skirt all the hard work that you have to put in in order to obtain those things because everybody's making it look easy. Social media gives people that opportunity to be like, oh, I just put 30,000 on this chain, and they don't
0: know, you know can, how hard you work yeah, to put that 30,000 right? in, or like,
2: they don't know how fake that 30,000 yeah. on the chain is and bank. how it really looks. because yeah, people m- are manipulating and yeah. they're having people believe what it is that they're doing. Don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not ever the type of person to mislead or manipulate people, but if you have to do that in order to ascend what you're doing as long as mm-hmm. it's positive, I'll endorse it because sometimes you have to act like, oh, I just sold my service to 100 clients. Maybe it was only 10, <laughs> but you're doing this to increase the notoriety and recognition of your brand because you want people to believe that you're good. You might be the best, but people just aren't supporting you. So, you might have to put that extra zero on the end of that 10 to make you
0: gotta it 100.
2: You might have to hit people up and say, Yo, can you give me, um, could you write a review for me? And they, you might have never done anything for them. And they're just going to write, like, Oh, you know what? I see what he's doing. I'm going to support it. And that's fine. But and some, that works.
0: That builds but you
2: people up. are being manipulated and misled to live a life that doesn't even produce or benefit themselves or their community. And that's the whack part to me. Yeah. That's where following after the shiny things becomes distorted for me because I do want nice things and I want everybody else around me and the world to have nice things because when you have nice things, you're happy temporarily. You're not necessarily happy because of those nice things, but they let you, they're, they're a nice reminder that you did something good in your life. You know yeah. what
0: I'm saying? Like that Wolf on Wall Street movie. It was like, you know, I, I'd rather show up to my problems in a nice suit, you know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to look good. I don't want to be broke showing up to court. I want to do it with a $1,000 watch like I could buy bail.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why people are you know, on social media and they got, that super fly, they got yeah. these Thousand dollar, two thousand dollar outfits, but they
0: gotta still split the knowledge with it. They, they don't sleep,
2: dad is on the floor, mom mm-hmm. don't got no pots and pans in the house, she's <laughs> yeah. living like, come on, make where's your priority? Yeah, take care of the people that's gonna take care of you. Exactly. You're supporting these companies that don't even support or give back to our community. Why are you supporting it so much? Why are you giving it your last penny? Why are you risking your freedom to obtain these things from something that gives doesn't give back, bro? Yeah. It forgets about us. They take our money and they increase and their families, they don't come back to our community, bro. Even
1: Gucci, like, we boycott Gucci for, like, two weeks. Oh, they <laughs> can put the most racist things ever. And they went they're right back up to up wearing Gucci. Oh, you are going to buy it. it
2: might, you might have a couple people that long-term... You are boycotting. Yeah, they're, they're long, they're, some people will long-term boycott. Like, I will never wear Gucci again, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, kudos to them. But we just have to be able to say, you know what, even if, my philosophy, even if you're going to support that brand, although you know the ignorant things that they've said, Mm. make sure that you're supporting your brother, your neighbor, please. Just as hard. We have to, because I don't think people understand the importance of small businesses and entrepreneurship. Mm. They don't recognize that entrepreneurship and small businesses stimulate, they stimulate economic development. So what that means is that they bring money into our community. They bring money in... To to fund the things that we need for our kids, for ourselves, for our streets,
0: you have to. Education is important too, like he was saying, Alex. With the schools, like we need better schooling.
2: So yeah. yeah. Listen, you know how I many cities are building more apartment buildings and less schools? It's sad because you're oversaturating a whole entire city with these buildings, so all these building managers can make their millions of dollars per year. Mm-hmm. But where are they going to school? You know. How are the teachers they able to hold up? They don't care about their own kids that much. Yeah, they though. don't. Because <laughs> half the time, the people that are that wealthy are able to afford this private school mm-hmm. or, you know, be able to the homeschool outside their kids. school, yeah. It, it, like, some of these problems don't matter. Like, rich people don't have the same problems that we do. No, they don't right. pay attention to things like how we do. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They, they pay for certain luxuries in life. Like, they will literally pay $10,000 to go get my groceries. But school.
1: don't you think that's weird that rich people don't have the same problems as us, but then... We have a billionaire president and then we have a billionaire running for president against him now, Michael Bloomberg. Right. So it's like, it's like the battle of the billionaires for the poor people. Because majority of America is poor. Only, that's why I call it the 1% that's right. rich. Yeah. So it's like, why yeah. are we letting these billionaires like the run us? It doesn't make sense. Go ahead,
3: Alex. Well, the main reason why we let the billionaires run us is because like majority of people today get lived by money. Like most of their faith is in their riches.
0: And their rich people are the rich. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so funny.
2: I, I seen this quote on on the internet. It said that um most people only say that they're blessed when it's associated with money. Mm. And that really like stuck with me because it's it's really true. Like somebody will get a twenty thousand dollar check today and talk about how they're blessed, and it'll be the first time they said they're blessed in a long time. Mm-hmm. They didn't even remember that they were blessed for waking up today. You I know get what I'm saying? saying. So <laughs> they
3: didn't even pray to God saying.
2: I think I think that this problem is something that hasn't been evaluated on a level that needs to that it needs to be evaluated. And it needs to be evaluated in the in the communities where the most problems have, where the most poverty is. Is that when I think that when people are going to elect these types of people, these billionaires, it's because they're looking at the situation like, oh, he's a billionaire So he knows how to make money. So if he becomes president, he can help me make money. And I think that's the way that some people are looking at it. Like, oh, Trump is a billion-dollar businessman. So he can definitely stimulate economics in our country.
0: Even though he failed a couple of times. Yeah,
2: I mean, (laughs) but if they looked at it in a way that they really need to look at it like the direct support that they could get, they need to support the small businesses. Because those are the the people and the companies that are going to actually impact your economics and change your the, the president what the president does today isn't going to come down to, to ban stye of, of brownsville overnight mm-hmm. it's going to trickle down to all the corporations down to the people who run those corporations down to the people who work for those corporations pretty much down, the city you know what i'm saying it's going to take too long for that effect or effect that you think you're waiting for to happen
1: but i feel like A lot of black people in particular, they still have that slave mentality in the sense that they're scared to start businesses. Um, I I reread upon um, the story of the Black Wall Street riots, the Tulsa, Oklahoma riots, and that that was a town where black businesses were flourishing, and during those riots, black people lost $32 million worth of property and businesses that was never recouped ever ever
2: no reparations no
1: reparations and they 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 denied them twice and when they took it to the supreme court the supreme court wouldn't hear it because majority of the judges on the supreme court at the time were racist still are still are and (laughs) and they said that the statute of limitations was over how can i bring a lawsuit against you when you just killed half my family you burned down my house i'm living in a tent how am i going to bring a lawsuit against you because lawsuits are expensive for people that don't know. Yeah, so, very And litigation is is dragged out throughout the years to that. bleed you. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So during that time, it took them it took them ten years to even talk about it because they were in fear. And at the time, they had over three thousand Klansmen in the state of Oklahoma, three thousand. Wow. And in, in a state of about seventy thousand people at the time. So thirty-two million. Thirty five million. Thirty five million cover back then. Back then, exactly. So so imagine cheaper so imagine that's black wealth. Thirty five million that we lost. You understand? Yeah. And now and that's just in one place. Because there was a couple places because if you research um racial racial tension or racial wars within America, you'll see that we were systematically attacked. You know, me having a, a background, we're working with um, HRA, the Human Resource Administration, and all these other b- bureaucracies, you see, the, you see the setup where individuals are only provided certain type of subsidies and um, provided certain benefits because of their family structure. Meaning that if you're a single mother with a child, if, if you're a single male, you get a certain amount of benefits, but if you're a complete family, you don't get benefits like that. Right. You understand? And it's like they're attacking the family system. So therefore, you're basically out on your own. If you and your girl, hopefully, are, are not doing good together, then it's almost like, because most, most times relationships break up over finances. You understand? Yeah. Okay. And so, like, if she's looking at you and you're looking at her, you're looking at most businesses in America is owned by the white man, so you're looking at the white man to give you money, and he's looking at you like, do I give money to the black man or the black woman? He's going to give it to the black woman because then he gets rid of you. Yeah. He gets to keep the black so so it's like it's, it's like a whole system and the black man is struggling to keep a business open and it's hard like yeah. it's like I was talking to a lot of people today about this business I'm like yo people take and take and take and take they don't understand that we are a non-profit organization we we work on donations right. you have to donate www.therealwordministriesinc.org that's the real word go and go for me look for the real word ministries donate you guys watch the show Every time for free. Thousands of you watch the show. All you gotta do is each give like ten dollars, twenty dollars. We could help thousands of people. We've helped hundreds of people, if not thousands of people already. We could do even more. But but at the same time, if they wanna step back and see, let me see if this Negro make it or this Negro fail. Let me see that. Let me see that. And I feel like that's crazy. That's crazy because the white man gonna support the white man. One day one day I went to I went to go view an apartment and I brought Two clients with me, one black, one white. The owner of the house was a white guy. Who do you think he picked? The
3: white guy. guy.
1: The white guy, exactly. The white guy doubled back, came back to the other white guy. I was like, hey, if you want, if you give me the house, I'll clean the house up for you. I'll treat you a little like. It's mine. I'm going to look out for you. The white guy said, say no more, brother. you got the place. Pick which room you want. <laughs> so like that. so, this is how they're looking out for each other. Like the dollar circulates in the Jewish neighborhood 25 times, in the Asian community 15 times. That's the truth. That's for for 25 days, 15 days, but in the black community, only nine hours. Why? Because as soon as you get paid, where you go? You go outside a rap store. Who owns the beauty supply store? The Koreans. Who owns the food store? The Chinese. Who owns the dry cleaner? Korean and Chinese. Corner stores. So it's like, what do we own? The jerk chicken spot and the barbershop? Okay, we rent the barbershop. The owner of the building is a Jew. (laughs) True enough. So. You give it, even if you give it to the black business, the barber, only he gotta give it to the man upstairs. And it never comes back. It
2: never comes back. back. Once, it, once it leaves, it's over. <laughs> so and what can we do? Keep well, telling
0: people to give back to our people.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that I emphasize the most is this, that people could start their own businesses and support small businesses. Because that's really one of the key factors of Economical development and I, and I, and I'll keep you'll keep hearing me say that because I don't think other people understand the importance of it. It really does give back to our community. That revenue, that's tax that the government takes. If we if we start attending those sit those those board meetings that they have with the councils mm-hmm. and we let them know, hey, we, we want more daycares. It. We want the potholes taken out of our streets cuz we tired for paying for tires and rims. We, we but need- here's
1: the thing though because now that I'm within the inner circle, I get those emails. We now. try it. And mm-hmm. at one time, I, I I I never got those emails. Right. Until I started sending emails, I started showing up. You know. Right. I took you a couple times. I yeah. took you a couple times. And well, told me about and, it. And and and, and they see now faces now. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But without us showing up or getting those plugs, they wouldn't never know. They're making they decisions know. without
2: us. But at
1: the same time, they holding these meetings between eleven a.m. and 4 p.m. while we're struggling to go to work we don't have the luxury of, of, of making Just our own schedule. To meetings Rich people don't gotta wear watches because they operate on their own time. We don't have that luxury, right? right. We don't have four or five houses giving us residual income where we don't got to go into work. We ain't get our 30 acres, 40 acres and a mule, man. Exactly. <laughs> instead, instead, we got a project apartment and food stamps in the way. But at the same time, I've sat down with- <laughs> I've sat down with business owners that have businesses that has offices in their garage like this. And they just sit behind a desk all day because they own four or five buildings. I said, well, the what what this Jew, shout to Sal. He owns 10 buildings. He said at his peak he owned 25 buildings. He don't got to work. He sits at home. He's like, yo, come see me when you feel like it. He pops up and he goes. Just like the owner of this building. Yeah. They, they, they millionaires now too. They, they came from fabric and garment district um, to designing clothes, from owning boutiques and merchants. They didn't went into real estate. Into real estate, they then went to developing, which means now they're building skyscrapers and buildings. You understand? That's still real estate. Level up. So where we at?
3: <clears throat> still at the bottom. You know I mean, in order for us to get off from the bottom, I think a lot of us is gonna have to start looking at ourselves in the eye. Because a lot of us, like, we say what we're gonna do, but we don't put no action into it. We do the same thing day, day by day in the routine. Go to work come home, you say yeah, I'm going to change, I'm going to change, but every day you do the same thing. They got yeah. this program. Most likely most people where you live, you probably have a liquor store on the corner of you, or you got a drug dealer on the corner, and then you just pick the split up, or you just pick the bottle up, and then once you do that, you get drunk. The day is you get over. High. After you go home, the day is over, next day you go to work, and it repeats itself, and then you keep repeating itself. You're not going to get any change from that because they tell you that you got to make sacrifices, but a lot of people are scared of to make the sacrifices. That's be successful. right. That's a fact. they scared to change. Yeah. Yeah. They're the not mission. fighting for the bigger yeah. mission, man. Like Sometimes you might have to go a week with no check mm-hmm. just in order to be just like the rich white man. The
0: they do live broke. A lot of them in it the beginning. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I think we lack like is like, we put too much emphasis, like the youth community, for like my age group, we put too much emphasis in like clothing. We spend all this money buying $1,000 clothes and all that. When we could put all those money and invest-
0: In ourselves. Exactly. You know? Like you have all
3: kinds of apps out here today that you could invest your money, but people rather spend it on $1,000 code. A mm-hmm. um, $500 bill, like what is that $500, $500 bill gonna do for you? Mm-hmm.
1: We like to look rich even though we poor. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's good. And most of the rich people I met, I spoke to, they're they one of the most cheapest human beings <laughs> i met. They're conservative. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, <laughs> they don't spend, have the Gucci belts. They don't. <laughs> <go. laughs> they wear, they go to get hunters or whatever buy one of those they don't care what you say because they know what how much they pockets weigh
2: exactly exactly people being distracted by those shiny things mm-hmm. want to appear to be something that they're not and it's too much of an opportunity out here for people to do that and it's really sad and i feel like you know okay. platforms like this give like that 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 knowledge and that information and, and the real life individuals embodying what we're talking about because this show gets thousands of views like you said yeah. and we need those thousands of people to take this information and use sure. it yeah you get what I'm saying like even if they even if they're applying these principles without us pass it on you know what I'm saying because somebody else needs it and we know we need it because we see crazy things on the news every day, every day. we so somebody is, is lacking this information and we have to do our due diligence like shares subscribe comment like get engaged pass it on you know what i'm saying and there's so many other great organizations and companies and individuals that are out there we have
3: apps like acorn Robinhood. you could even invest in cash app i know a lot of people
2: it costs five hundred dollars to start a company yeah five hundred dollars that's it
1: do it and we got the plug <laughs> We you know the owner of the newspaper that does the publications for LLCs.
2: Oh, man. Highlight That's the real word. Mm-hmm. Well, Shout out to
1: Sweps Media Group.
2: <laughs> it's heavy. <laughs> yeah. I think, it, it takes hard work to get this trophy off. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, you can lift it up with ease when you work hard enough. Takes, right? We <laughs> put in that work, hustle and muscle, success. Yeah, man.
1: And what's crazy is it was Nipsey that motivated mean and that's the crazy part. And he had a song where he said Tonight is the night and he was talking about his daughter, he was talking about his 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 brother, he was talking about everything he he was basically saying at the end of the song that like he shed tears when he was writing this song because he was saying like this was the prolific moment that's gonna push him to the next level and he right. felt it at that moment. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling y'all in the car, like everyone has that moment where they either reinvent themselves or they break, they reach the breaking point where the person that they are has to be totally destroyed in order for the person that they have to become rise up. It's like, God doesn't choose someone that's prepared, God prepares the chosen. So it's like, it's what I was telling you on the card in 2014 and 2015, when they told me I was gonna be a youth leader, I didn't even know what a youth leader was or what I was gonna do. But now, like, thousands of people follow me, literally. You understand what I'm saying? So. And I knew the responsibility that if all these people were going to follow me, I got to better my life and better myself and give them a great example. Exactly. And nice. I, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but every night I told God to order my steps. Till this day, I pray to God every night, order my steps. Because when people say, how do you do it? How do you do it? I'm like, yo, it's not me, it's God. Because mm. I could never be foolish enough to say it's, it's me doing it on my own. Right. Can't be right. so
0: conceited. Because
1: like five, mm. ten, two years, even yesterday, if you tell me, yo, I was going to do all of this, I was like, nah, how? <laughs> How even if you, even if like uh, uh, earlier today I was telling you how I got to this point, and even me saying it out loud, it doesn't really sound realistic. Like, <laughs> like it, it doesn't even make sense because somebody could follow that same exact blueprint and it won't even work out for right. them the way it worked out for me. Exactly. Right. So like Everybody that's that wrong, right? so yeah. so that's a divine intervention. You understand? Like, and my Instagram says it. Everything you see in front of you that I'm manifesting is a direct, is the direct result of his divine intervention is god's hand working through me you understand like, like i'm just an avatar moving through the matrix but it's god that's working through it's me
2: god, exactly. i plan. hope you guys caught that one right there i hope you guys caught that one
1: god's plans
2: too many people give up on themselves too easy man because things aren't working out or you know they might have listened to somebody uh the day that they looked up to and they tried to follow that blueprint that, that person gave not realizing that Know, everything is not for everybody, you know what I'm saying, like what worked for me may not work for you, if there are some things that I give you that you could apply for yourself and use, and do that, you know what I'm saying, I might give you ten things and two of them are useful to you, take them, take them and go somewhere else and find more things that add to your list, you know what I'm saying, that's biblical, exactly, the story
1: of the person um, with the five talents, the person with the two talents and the person with one, the yes. person with one, he buried it, the person with two, they doubled it, the person with three went and tripled it but the person with one he he felt like he was left out and he buried it and that's oftentimes a lot of us even me in particular man there's sometimes I want to give up a lot like the other day I made a post I'm like yo sometimes I'm dead ready to give up on the real word i was talking to my mom one day I'm like yo I'm spending hundreds of dollars a month on this company people don't really see it because they probably see it as a small production but the studio space cost the internet cost the marketing costs. I got employees that I pay every week you know I got I, I, got, I got software and, and, and subscriptions and memberships that I pay just to keep the company running I got to pay for email website you know all these things right. I gotta pay for even when I bring stuff to events I gotta pay for transportation I gotta pay That's all but I put in the energy yeah <laughs> exactly and time I take away from my family my mom was like yo if it's getting that much like maybe you should just leave it alone I said, yeah sometimes I better not want to quit and right when I said that, I said, yo, God, give me, give me a sign. I got a call. Like, yo, we, we got 300 coats for you. I got another call. Yo, I got a whole shipment of business attire for you. That, <laughs> that the next day, I got two shipments to my house, two garages full now of, of stuff to donate. You wow. understand what I'm saying? And then I was like, wow. I said, yo, look at God. And then sometimes, like, I, and then a girl hit me up. She's like, yo, I read your post about you saying like so sometimes you, you, you want to quit, but then you connected. She like, sometimes you want to quit and you feel weak, but you connected to a higher power that's always going to recharge you. She said, well, yo, when, when, when I read that post, it stopped me from committing suicide. I was like, yo, I, didn't, I wasn't talking about committing suicide. I was talking about quitting a company, <laughs> but, but then again, yeah, but then again, you never know what the next person is going through and what. and." God is speaking through you to speak to that person to help them through a difficult time. Exactly. And she was like, "Yo, sometimes I feel like it's overburdening, and I don't want to deal with life no more." But when I read your post, like, it gave me life. And I <laughs> was like, "Wow!" And I was like, "I was like, what you mean?" She's like, "Yo, I was ready to give up, like, like kill myself." And I was like, wow. I was like, "Yo, I wasn't talking about all of that, but like,
2: right?" But glad I helped. Yeah, <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, bro. You
1: like, be surprised so- who you be surprised
3: that I can save you
2: yeah exactly like
0: just keep being out there your
2: living is, is is contributing to other people living you know what I'm saying and that's that's very big in itself yeah that's
3: a great example For that was a great example of what I said the amount of sacrifices mm-hmm. that you gotta make in order to be successful I don't think a lot of people could handle those sacrifices
2: that we to part of and I feel like this right here is it's a like a living embodiment of time, the hours, the money, yeah. the energy that you put into this. You get what I'm saying? And This right here is really heavy. Like I know I'm telling you, you. This wasn't This is like Thor's hammer right here. <laughs> you got to be the I chosen was, one to lift that thing. I wasn't joking. Yeah, I mean, that's a, Captain listen, America
0: I mean. would have some problems
3: with that. <laughs> listen, all the, all the
2: weight that you've had on your shoulder is right here in, in, in the form of a statue. And it's off your shoulder and it's on your table now. Yes. And it's up to you that every time you feel like you got weight on your shoulder, just keep stacking more trophies next to it. Because yes. this is what you should, This is not necessarily this, but just uh, an accolade. It's to, a to, symbol. To, to, right? uh, exactly, <laughs> a symbol of your hard work should just stack up. All that weight off your shoulder and on your table cause you know just
0: pick it up do some curls sometimes <laughs> get your yeah get the booming going
2: <laughs> it won't kill you it will only make you stronger <laughs> <laughs> yeah want get stronger yeah so i mean listen i su- i support everything that you've been doing bro and, and, and you know that's not just cuz you're sitting here that's just literally because outside of me or anything that you've ever done for me or wanted to do for me like you're doing it for other people you're not doing it for yourself you're doing it for people. You're doing it so my kid can walk the street safe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My, my son lives in Brooklyn. So the fact that you're touching Brooklyn alone just is like you already got you already got my points. Brooklyn you
0: know, I'm is 2.5 million people in here. I'm, right. I'm ruling for you just <laughs>
2: that, bro. You yeah. might be teaching the kid that is going to be in a classroom with my son, bro, and you're instilling these values exactly. into these kids. You, that kid might be more polite to my son because of something that you taught him. And I'm appreciative of that, bro. Because that's what I'm working on in my life. Yeah. That's what I do. You know, when I speak to kids and I give back, my objective is to make these kids better than they came in when they leave. And I do that through leading by example and doing my best to like take my experiences and verbalize it into something that is usually called a gem but so it can stick with them. You know, and I'm and I just hope that I could like give enough energy and articulate it well enough for them to grasp it so they can hold on to it. Because I've had people say things to me that have resonated within me forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still think about some of those things that they tell me today. My mentor, he told me, he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And I was like, I was trying to understand it. And then I, when mm. I caught it, I was like, wow, like, when you're the greatest in the room, you have to be willing to give that energy back to the people that want to be great like you. Yes, so exactly. you have to work. You have to be the one. Like, are oh, you the greatest here? All right, cool. That's why the teacher is usually the smartest person in the room, but they're teaching people because mm-hmm. they're giving back what they've already obtained. Yeah. And efforts of that that one that those thirty kids that they're teaching they to serve exactly. You know what I'm saying? Those you're gonna right. teach those kids something, and hopefully they take that education, that information, and they make their life better, so they can make other lives better, and it becomes the circle of life. Drops yeah, moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly.
1: And it wasn't until we started serving the community and helping others that, you know, the light started shining. Right. Yeah. And the fact that we do it, like a lot of people are admirable, you know. We we have millionaires literally saying, we're here to help. Just let us know how we can help. Exactly. Right. And in a sense, sometimes I hold myself back because sometimes I do get scared. I do get scared of the pressure. I do get scared of the things that are coming, you know, because the higher they put you up, the 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 harder the fall I feel like, you know. And you know, even Martin Luther King being the great man that he was, like, you know, he had his dirty past, you know, he used to sniff cocaine and sleep with white prostitutes. You know, even Malcolm X, he had his issues. Everybody had their issues, everybody had their their faults, everybody had the throne in their flesh, you know. And people always looking for for that kryptonite to to judge you for, and I think at times that's what I'm scared of. You understand the yeah. fall, and sometimes I stagnate my own growth because of that
2: i I definitely understand like i've I met so many people that like feel that way and, and I always like think like I heard this saying that says like to to whom much is given much is expected and those those expectations like are enough to give you enough pressure to make you question yourself, exactly. but but like you said, bro, is th- that divine intervention? You gotta understand and trust in God to the point that you know He's not gonna let you fail, and that that should be enough to make anybody like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I know I'm supposed to be doing right now. I'm Just not gonna let never that determine. positive message because yeah, God saying. got me. Like I'm writing a book right now about my life, right? Mm-hmm. And the title of it is called "Failing to Fail." That might go over some people's head, but what I'm really trying to say within that title of that book is that I failed so many times in my life over and over and over again, but I still became successful. I, I still didn't become a failure. My life isn't embodied by being a failure. I might have failed throughout that course of my life. But I never was a failure in its entirety.
0: Because you never gave up. You took the lessons and you can't move.
2: Yeah, you got to take those punches and keep moving. Mamba mentality. Mamba
0: right? mentality. <laughs> <laughs> you look at, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta look at it as hell. Yeah. You so got look at it as a, I got to make improvements. That's it.
2: Every, every, every loss is an opportunity Once for growth. Once you get another
0: day, that means you were blessed. You get to try again. I losses.
3: Yeah. yeah. I,
2: I ain't going to lie. Like, like, there was a time in my life, right? 2015. It was probably like one of the most... This, this was a period in my life where like I seemed like I could do no wrong. Everything I did just turned to gold, right? And at that point in my life I realized that I wasn't growing anymore because I didn't I, I wasn't failing. That and, but the the real thing was I wasn't being challenged enough because I just it was like who was there to correct me? You know, it it was almost like I could say anything and people would agree with me because of the things that I was doing. You were hot. They were, a yeah, I was on a roll. They were like, oh, anything this kid says is gold because look at what he's doing. (laughs) And then what happened was I got so caught up in myself Mm. that I forgot. It was to the point where I I forgot to thank God. You get Mm. what I'm saying? Like, I started just becoming so dependent on myself and my own intellectual capabilities that I was stunting my growth. And over time, I actually took a big, huge loss, and that loss is what woke me up and said, you know what, you got to remember to be humble, you got to remember to be appreciative, you got to remember that, listen, you need need these failures in your life to keep you going, because if I would have just kept going on that incline, I would have never been an entrepreneur today. And as an entrepreneur, I've helped over hundreds of people start their companies and develop financial strategies and receive funding and... Help. like I've given back to all these kids at group homes or foster cares and all these different things. I would have never been able to because if I would have stayed consistent in that period of time in my life, I would have just been a paralegal, working in a law firm, doing a nine to five, going home, hanging out with my girlfriend, and that was it. Playing basketball, trying to I wasn't you wouldn't doing have made as much impact. I, I wanted to, but it wasn't until I took that major loss and it made me reevaluate my life and I say, you know what, I gotta do more, and I gotta remember that I could I could fail and I could lose it all. And I think people need to fail in life. So, like if you, if you meet somebody that says oh, I don't lose or I don't fail or I'm never wrong, you got it. you can't be around them. They're toxic. <laughs> They're toxic. You don't need toxic people around you. Know what they say? <laughs>
1: so closing thoughts, gentlemen. Three minutes. <laughs>
2: um.
3: Yeah, a lot of Well, the main thing I gotta say for all the people watching is watch the circle that you surround yourself because you know what they tell you. The circle that you surround yourself with, is exactly what you're going to become. Mm. So, if you say that you you want to be successful and you want to be, let's say, a lawyer, doctor, then you need to hang around with people with those type of mentalities. Because if you don't, you're not going to reach your goal.
2: That's facts. Real big thing. Exactly. Birds of a feather flock together.
1: (laughs) Hey, Those thoughts?
2: Um,
0: Let's just... We gotta be mindful on the things we listen to every day. In a sense of, we gotta put more positive words out there, more positive influence. You know, more sticking together sayings. Like he says, you know, be around a more positive circle. It's just, and it's just the circle of life. You know, you are the company you keep, like he was saying. So keep circles like this together. Keep the real together. Keep the real word together keep the people who are happy to be alive together, you know, to keep yeah. the positive thing going. That true. That's my message. Mm-hmm. Sometimes
3: it might be your old friends that's killing
2: you. <laughs> Happens too often. They could be draining
0: old. your energy, you know. Exactly.
2: I think I just want to leave them with let it go. And what I mean by that is that I feel like people hold on to things that keep them from progressing in their life. Yeah. People hold on to old relationships that don't benefit them. People hold on to memories that keep them from trying something that they need to do. People hold on to things that prevent them from growing individually. So my message to everybody is to let go. Mm. (laughs) Stop holding on to these things. They're not helping you grow. You're not going to get to the next level. You're holding on to these ideologies that have proved to you over and over Every year, every time you set those New Year goals for yourself, oh, I'm going to let this go, I'm going to stop doing that. And you don't stop doing it, and you're still living the same life. It's time for everybody to make that change. Let go of those bad habits and start doing the things that you need to do to live a better life. Yes. Save your money. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. Save <laughs> you your iPhone,
3: download Big Porn, rob me your money. Don't spend that money on that $1,000 Canada
2: Oh yeah, no. When they when they download the Rival, they gonna have to split the that that yeah. that, that stock with us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna send you my link. Yeah,
1: exactly. Shout to Eric Jean Baptiste. He said the real words back. Shout to him, man. He's been a fan since day one. So shout to Eric Jean Baptiste all the way out from Boston. Um, shout to Latoya Ferguson. Wow, powerful name. Um, she said, as a business owner, I know the importance of showing up. Um, so that's what's up. Shout to all of the um knowledgeable people shout out to all the people that comment shout out to all the people that tuned in shout out to all the people that shared liked, um hit the like button on Facebook Instagram YouTube hit the share button Facebook Instagram YouTube at the real word ministries inc um the real word seven on Facebook um the real word ministries inc on on Instagram um the real word tv on YouTube www.therealwordtv sorry www.therealwordministriesinc.org Yeah, it's been a minute, man. <laughs> it's a minute. The www.therealwordministriesinc.org So shout out to everybody that's tuning in. Shout out to everybody supporting. We thank you. We love you. Um, I want to close out with a prayer. No I think right.
0: you, this, is, you,
2: you show, this is your show. You got to start off strong, <laughs> <on>, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't doing it to you. Yes.
1: All right. Um, dear Heavenly Father that dwells in heaven, we thank you for this moment of time. We thank you for this time where us as brothers could come together in peace, harmony, and unity. We ask you to cover us with your blood. We ask you to order our steps, Lord. We ask you to protect us. We ask you to guide us in everything that we do. We put this business in your hands. We put our lives in your hands. And we put our future in your hands, Lord. In the name of Yahshua, sure, the Son, we pray to the Holy Father. Amen. Amen. So we see you again next week, God willing, guys. Good night. Well